right, everybody, welcome to BO Boys for Thursday, February 18th. Fuck it, it's a raw feed. We're doing it live. I'm Clayton. Yeah, I'm Pat. Wow. And so, wow. Pat, we got to jump right into this because this is a very special episode. This is an episode we've been talking about doing. It came, for me, a week early. Yes, yes. But like Christmas... It can come early if it wants to, because it's such a joyous occasion. It finally happened. It finally happened. I mean, do we just, do Do you want to say it at the same time? Let's see if we can pull off saying at the same time. Ready? Yeah. The, the war, with, war grandpa with grandpa has made $20, made 20 million, million dollars domestic. Yes. Okay. yes. It did it. It did it. This is amazing. Uh, I mean, we've called this a while ago. We, we called this. I would say before the holidays that this was a possibility. Well, this was what they were aiming for. Mm -hmm. This was what 101 Studios was aiming for after a good, solid opening at Mm -hmm. number one in the Thanksgiving corridor. Mm -hmm. They aimed for 20 and they hit the mark, which is one of those things that in COVID era times – when it comes to films, calling a shot like that and aiming for that target, that's a further away target than you would think. Right. Not that we would think, but most people would think. Right. Yeah, they did it. I mean, this now for the last few weeks, this has seemed inevitable. Yeah. You know, we, but. Like you said, it did come even quicker than we were expecting. We thought there were still maybe like two more weeks before it hit that twenty million. And well, because it did. I wanted it to, I wanted it to hit twenty million mm-hmm. on its twentieth week. Yeah, and it was a movie that came out in twenty twenty. It just numer- in a numerological sense, it felt des like destiny. Well, though maybe in retrospect. This was the more proper week because it hit it in its 19th week, right? So it hit it. It hit 20 in 19, 2019. This is a movie, The War with Grandpa, that had been on the shelf for a while. That probably should have come out in 2019. It should have came out before. I think this was, I think this was a movie that uh, 2017 was the aim. Okay, so the numerology-wise, it should have hit 20 and 17. But, you know, it's it's close. 2019 is when it, it could have come out earlier. But, I mean, the, the important thing is it did it. The War with Grandpa is an unqualified COVID smash. Maybe, I mean, maybe the box office story of the pandemic. I think so. Now, we're going to celebrate. We're going to celebrate. I mean, this whole episode is a celebration. Are we doing top five otherwise? I mean, it's war with grandpas, all people want right now. Well, we got to give them the top five because that's what they're there for. The people who need this need to know what the top five is. We got to give it to them really quick. We're going to zip through Okay, really quick. You blow through it. Blow through all five. Go for it. Now, we do have some big news, and it unfortunately overshadowed by War with Grandpa reaching $20 million domestic. But we also called this. The Crudes A New Age mm-hmm. jumped back to number one. 
dollars plus 24 percent it's made 48.3 million dollars in its 12th week now here's the deal this might reach 50 Mm -hmm. do we clap for 50 for this movie I think it gets a clap for 50. We'll clap for the cruise. I mean, Clayton, I'm just I'm just having a hard time even thinking about anything other than the war with grandpa hitting 20. Okay, so, I mean, so good just, for the crudes getting all the way to number 1. We love the crudes. They're rude. Back to number attitudes. 1. Back to number 1. It's amazing. Any other week, any other week, crudes climbing back to number 1 at the box office would be uh, uh the story of the episode. It would be all we could talk about. But on this day, on this week, I do not care. I got to say, I do not care. All I care about is the war with Grandpa right now. Okay. Well, I mean, just saying there is some interesting stories because number two, Judas and the Black Messiah, a Warner Brothers day and date, HBO Max theatrical release, made $2,070,000 in its first week. Now, this is interesting because for the past couple weeks, Warner Brothers has done this weird, even numbered, oh, it made 2000 or it mm-hmm. made 6000 or it made this. Mm-hmm. Isn't it funny that they were trying to do a little bit of, mm, maybe we could beat the crudes? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's add 70000 onto that and see what that does. So there's some weird stuff going on with the Warner Brothers when it comes to letting us know exactly how much money it's making. So you didn't get back you didn't get to number one with judas that wasn't going to happen because this is an awards play anyway but still they're kind of embarrassed because the crudes in this 12th week is overtaken both judas and the little things because the little things is number three Mm -hmm. two thousand i mean two million forty five uh thousand down three percent three percent and it's made $10.2 million, right? Then you got Wonder Woman at four, $1.1 million, plus 26%, still losing theaters, 41.8. And then we've got Marksman uh, at number five, $1 million, $1.1, plus 15%. And it's made $10.4 million. So, so then has little things already surpassed the Marksman's uh domestic almost. almost almost so next week it'll flip-flop and then there's no turning back little things will have made more than marksman yeah but the crude's going from number two to number one and then the little things dropping all the way to three you know warner brothers you're getting beaten by a movie that's been out for 12 weeks it's just interesting it's just interesting yeah. to me. i mean it is clear with the crude's and of course with the story of the week the war with grandpa during this pandemic it's all about the families it's all about the kids the kids the rats need their cheese and the families want to get the rats out of the house Uh uh-huh you You always want to get the rats out of the house you got to get the rats out of the house and listen you got to take the rats back home because they're your rats and you got to deal with them but for that couple of hours you take the rats to the crudes Give the rats their cheese, and you got the rats out of the house. And it's a little and less filth accumulating in your house. Right. At least right. for two hours. There's two hours of shedding and pellet dropping that's happening not in your house. Right. So and then 
the war with grandpa, they, they have made their cheese off of giving the rats their cheese these last four months. Now, when did this come out? Did this come out in October? Yes. Well, this was a, this was a Thanksgiving movie. This was a, well, it was a movie that came out in October, but then played really well through Thanksgiving and then through Christmas. Well, that that was the aim. The aim was to give kids something to see during Thanksgiving. Right, right. So, speaking of War with Grandpa, number 10. So, it's the number 10 movie in America. Mm -hmm. 1,900 and... Wait, sorry. Mm $191,000. So, plus 22%. Wow. In its 19th week, it's only lost five theaters. It's at 525 theaters, 525, to $20 million. Wow. So I got the word about this historic moment on Sunday, on Valentine's Day itself. Um, And I got the word from past guest, future guest, Jeff Bach of the great Exhibitor Relations Co. Um, he broke the news. Broke the news that on Sunday, War with Grandpa had officially crossed the $20 million mark. Um, and I saw that. I, of course, contacted you right away. And we knew. We knew that it had come true. So let's right here... Let's just play a, a quick congratulations from the great Jeff Bach of Exhibitor Relations Co. Wanted to congratulate the war with Grandpa. You know, I didn't have a grandpa growing up. So the war with Grandpa basically became my grandpa during all this. Um, and I think that's true for a lot of people. That's how the war with Grandpa hit 20 million. Um, grandpa AP is going to explode. You know, you, you're talking about grumpy old grandpas. Batter Grandpa with Johnny Knoxville um, in his old man makeup. You won't need as much of that, so it's a lot cheaper to make. Uh, Sylvester Stallone's The Dependables. You know, we all need a grandpa right now. That's what we need. Uh, Superheroes are great and all, but grandpas are the original OG men of spandex. And and that's basically just old man underwear. Um, You know, grandpas are a fragile lot. Uh, they go to war and they never come back. They eat a lot of whale blubber and Crisco. They have gambling debts they can't replay, repay. Uh, they have short lifespans. So we, we have to appreciate them. And I think, you know, the grandpa clap is, is a tough thing to do. A lot of them have arthritis or logging accidents. Um, but a universally recognized sound is the grandpa knee slap. And... That is what I'm going to uh, give to these grandpas right now. I know um, Al Pacino's a big fan of the Box Office Boys show, and I hope he's listening right now. And I hope that script, The War for the Planet of the Grandpas, arrives on his door. And that happens before it's too late. Because, well, you know, grandpas. Thank you, Jeff. And thank you for breaking that news. I am so glad that's how I found out. Because there could have been much worse ways to find out this news. And I'm glad I found it out from a friend. 
and from a box office analyst titan. You know, that's how you want to find out. You want to learn it from Jeff, and then you want to learn it from us. You was don't want to, like, this... hear it at a gas station, you know, three days later. Was that sweeter than any box of chocolates you could have received? Yes, 100%. That news? 100%. That is all the love that I needed, was having a fellow box office analyst titan tell us this great news. I didn't need flowers. I didn't need chocolates. I didn't need like a Build-A-Bear. That's all I needed. Yeah, so speaking of, because mm-hmm. we'll get into the celebration a little bit deeper, and we're going we're gonna to split up these millions. Yes. We're going to divvy up the millions. But People love I think when we do this. We also need to play a little message we got from Comedy star Nick Turner. Oh, that's right. Wanna he... be oh boy. Mm-hmm. You know, OG wanna be oh yep. boy. Star, I, would even I say... mean movie star, one movie of the star. comedy stars of this year, star of Killer Raccoons 2, Dark Christmas in the Dark. And he had a little something to say about the war with grandma uh, war with grandpa and um, I, I can't think tonight. I don't. I don't know why. I, I think I'm just it's, so. We're. Elated. I mean, it's it's like trying to do a show on New Year's Eve. You know, when you flip yeah. around and you're watching, you know, Dick Clark's Rockin' Eve, and Dick Clark is is you know totally drunk, or you watch like the uh, uh, Anderson Cooper does his show and he's totally drunk, and we're not drunk, but we have that New Year's Eve. It's a rebirth. It's it's time to party. We have that feeling right now because of what the Warwick Grandpa did. So it's understandable that you are off your game. You're a little uh, hard to understand. I got so a twenty fine. million dollar hangover. Mm-hmm. But what I think what you wanted to say is let's hear from box office comedy star Nick Turner with his congratulations for the Warwick Grandpa. Hey, what's going on, Pat and Clayton? Um, this is box office champ Nick Turner just calling in uh, to wish you guys a happy Valentine's Day. And like all Valentine's Day, I think about the ones I really love. You two, Robert De Niro, that's the list. Um, and I wanted to congratulate De Niro, Bobby, as I like to refer to him when he's not around, which is 100% of the time. Uh, I just wanted to say... Congrats. Uh, War with Grandpa, you did it again, man. They said you couldn't do it again, and you proved the haters wrong, dude. Anyway, love the show. It's number one. De Niro's number one. War with Grandpa is number one. Good night, everybody. Nick Turner, everybody. Thank you, Nick. Um, And you know what? War with Grandpa is getting a sequel. I read that. It's getting a sequel going to be the world war with grandpa it's going to be focusing on uh grandpa's relationship robert de niro's relationship with jane seymour which started in this first movie how that affects his grandson all i gotta say is you want to get that plus one in this sequel you want to up the comedy ante you bring in box office comedy star nick turner into the War with Grandpa sequel, into the World War with Grandpa. That's how you take it up a notch. I feel like we didn't meet the neighbor. 
Mm-hmm. Who, who are the neighbors? Who yep. are the people that are trying to get sleep while war yes. is ra- wa- uh, raging in this suburban household? Yes. yes. Could you not just see Nikki T waking up hearing uh, rock music playing because this, the the grandson's trying to wake up the grandpa? It's Right. right. I mean, imagine He's the one scenes. who gets caught in the crossfire. Yes. Yeah, and you've already got that history where he is annoyed at killer raccoons. Just carry that over to where he is now annoyed with grandpa, grandson, and he's just caught in the middle. I mean, that's your caught in the middle guy for the next movie. Yeah, um, I mean, the the scenes write themselves. Yeah, yeah. And knowing Nick, the script is not going to be up to the level of what he could bring to it himself. Right. Right. Um, so do you want to divvy up these millions? We got to divvy up these millions. So we're divvying up because, you know, as wannabe old boys, wannabe old girls, wannabe old people. People. Remember, when you, a movie hits a big milestone, we divvy up who gets it. So in the past, of course, the most famous one, I think one of our most famous episodes, Billion Dollar Baby Joker. We took that billion dollars and we divvied it up. You know, to Joker, to Todd Phillips, to all the different people who get a piece of that. We divvied up. Uh, I think we divvied up Ford v. Ferrari's $100 million at some point. Um, so, you know, it's one of our popular recurring segments. And now we're going to do it for the War with Grandpa's $20 million. So, Clayton, could we both agree that the biggest recipient of money out of this 20 million is grandpa himself the star of this movie robert de niro do you have a do you have a different take on who gets the most amount no i believe that him signing Mm -hmm. on the -hmm. great bobby d Mm -hmm. really drove this film to where it is because he is a star He's a name, and without him, I don't see this movie being as big of a success. Right, right. Like, if this were The War with Grandpa starring Ed Asner, this movie does not sniff $20 million. And, in fact, this movie does not get released theatrically. Yes. Oh, because Ed Asner, yes, is still alive. Okay, I was just making sure. Yes, he is still yeah. alive. He's 91 and, and he's still alive. And he's he's someone who would have been probably in the running for a role like this. You know, well, or if this it, was, I don't know, Dustin Hoffman, you know, who were the De Niro generation other grandpa possibilities? Where I think if it was, it's not him. It's not, it doesn't feel like a big blockbuster movie. And the fact that we're having a hard time thinking of these, like John Voight. Yes, yes, perfect, perfect. Yeah, that movie doesn't get made. Basically, The War with Grandpa can only be cast with actors from uh, The Deer Hunter. Was John Voight in The Deer Hunter? John Voight is in The Deer Hunter. Oh, wait, or is he in Coming Home? 
Right. He's in Coming Home. Christopher Walken is in Deer Christopher Hunter. Walken's in The Deer Hunter. And without De Niro, Walken doesn't sign on to this film. Is that true? Walken was no, already uh, attached. No, no. I'm not saying that as a fact. I'm saying that my belief mm-hmm. is that someone like De Niro brings someone like Walken yes, onto yes. a film like that. Because if you say, we've got Bobby... Right. Then Walken's going to say, oh, oh, okay, well then, this is something I can do. Right. These these stars bring other stars. That's, mm-hmm. the, that's the magnetic quality they have. They not only bring, you know, audiences to the theaters, but to the seats, they bring other high-quality stars to their vehicles. Yes. Yeah, De Niro brought a credibility to Grandpa, to this war. I mean, De Niro is a movie star that has been in, I guess not many, but enough war pictures where you like, you believe him when he is at war. So he brings that credibility to a movie like this. I mean, the thing is, he makes this feel like an event in, yeah, in the way that if this was the War with Grandpa starring John Voight, that is a television movie. That is a Nickelodeon, you know, afternoon movie. It is not a theatrical blockbuster. So here's the question, though, because I do think mm. we can't give him all of the $20 million. No, no. I mean, that's that that's not what this is ever about. It's we we've got to give everyone, you know, get, everyone wants their beak wet. So I'm saying mm-hmm. we give him 11. OK, that way. He gets the most. Yes. But but there's still some for a few people who I think really deserve it. Well, do we want to give any other, you know, looking at the cast? You know, we're coming in hot with giving grandpa a lot. But what about grandson? What about no. grandson played by Oaks Fegley? No, Oaks Fegley gets nothing. And number one, That's... it wouldn't go to him anyway. It would go to some trust that he can't get into until he's 18 and his parents can't touch. So I'm not putting any money in for this kid's trust fund. I'll be honest with you. Huh. I don't want to be a critic here, but I don't think this kid brought any butts to the seats. Period. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I think you're... Listen, I agree that I would hate for his parents to get this money and the parents' lawyers to get this money. You know, I would much rather Oaks Fegley immediately gets his money. Um, But you look at this poster, which, I mean... the. The person who designed this poster, I think, gets some. Well, it's a great that's, poster. That's what I'm saying. It's a great poster with De Niro and Oaks Fegley, and they got the, you know, the shoe polish under their eyes. You know, they're going to war, and I think that poster designer Which, gets maybe half a million. But Oaks Fegley, he's he's in the foreground in that movie. He's the kid that lets the kids know there's a kid in this movie. You know, which, you know, we are the age we are, which is the age you'd want to be at, but we are not kids. But think back to when you were a kid, you did like it 
when you knew there was going to be a kid in the movie. Yeah, and but so unless Oak it was Fegley, Macaulay Culkin, it didn't matter. There, the, he's not a marquee name. Pat. He's not. Well, he wasn't a marquee name going into this. He's still not. Oaks Fagley, you could give me a thousand years and I'd never pull that name out. I, to me, that's on you. That's not on Oaks Fagley. Um, I think that we got to give Oaks Fagley something. I, I, ain't, I he, will not enough money to pay Oaks. for a PlayStation Five. That's it. He gets a, a PlayStation Five. That's it. Let's see how this sequel it's does so and how he looks when he gets that. older. Let's see how this gangly son of a bitch looks uh, in this in this second one. If he's not, n- not a monster, then maybe he gets a little bit of money on the back end. This he'll make his money celib- on the sequel. He, it's what have you done for me lately? Lately, when it comes to Oaks Fagley, I'm sorry, I'm putting my foot down. Oaks Fagley gets Oaks a Fa- PlayStation Five, and that's it. I gotta say, he's got to get half a mil. No half way. A mil to the person no with way. The poster no and way. I refuse. I refuse. Oaks no. Fegley is the kid. It doesn't He's matter. The kid. It could be any kid. No, it couldn't have been. He had a magic. He had a connection with De Niro in this movie that we both liked. And that is a reason why this movie did well because it actually was pretty good. And part of it being pretty good was De Niro and the kid played by Oaks Fegley, had a good rhythm. Which no, I, I don't think he gets half a million. I, De Niro uh, does not have that with all of his co-stars. He had it quarter, with Joker, quarter of and a he mil. had it with Oaks Fegley. Quarter of a mil. Quarter of a mil. I mean, that is enough to pay Oaks Fegley's college, right? Quarter of a mil... 60,000 a year. Then he can yeah. go to college and then he can sell real estate like all these other uh, washouts. I mean, for a celebration episode of The War with Grandpa, you're being really tough on Oaks Fegley. It's, you know? You're being ridiculous. It's because you're being ridiculous. Because, so quarter of a Because mil. there's so many more people. There's a child that should right. be making the bulk of this money that we'll get to later, and he's not even in the cast. And you're giving Oaks uh, Fagley his money. You're no, giving no, no. Oaks that, Fagley his money. That kid who we're going to talk about, that kid is going to get paid too. Don't worry. We'll pay him. But Oaks Fagley, let's pay for his college. College and a PlayStation. In-state. In-state college tuition and a PlayStation 5. Done. So 250 to Oaks Fagley. So now we've paid De Niro <laughs> 11 Two hundred and fifty grand to Oaks Fegley. Are we? We mentioned the designer of that awesome. He gets the rest of that. Poster. He gets. He gets uh, seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Okay, that's great. That's great. Because he's so then, what even made Oaks Fegley look like a passable star. Was that image? Why are you being so tough on this? On of all days, today. In 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 Oaks Fegley's house. Why no, no, no. Are you being this is so De Niro's house. We haven't talked about Uma Thurman. We have barely talked about Christopher Walken. We we haven't talked about Jane Seymour. We haven't talked about Cheech Marin. And you're talking about Oaks Fagley. He's the kid. that's disrespectful He's of the my grandson. time. He's the grandson. I think. Well, listen. We we agreed. He gets two fifty in state college and a PlayStation Five. The designer of the poster gets seven fifty, so now we're at twelve million. So we got eight million to divvy up. There we go. 
So now, you mentioned I, some other actors. Tell me who you want to give some some of this twenty million to. I'm see here. That's the re, this is the problem here is that you're giving Oaks Fagley money, and I don't think that Uma or Walken or Jane Seymour should get all that much because I agree. they I don't all think they signed on mm-hmm. because of Bobby D. He's the one who brought mm-hmm. all of them. So now they should get people, paid for the sequel, I think, but not for okay. this one because I all mean, the risk was on Bobby D's name because he already had a movie called dirty grandpa that mm-hmm. bombed. And he was able to sign on to this movie, another grandpa movie, and brought an all-star cast and made this a hit. That That is somebody who has earned their $11 million. So I think of those other supporting actors, who I thought were all really good in this, I yes. mean, especially Walken and Marin, Cheech Marin, not Mark Marin, though. De Niro does, he likes working with Marins. Um, I think that Jane Seymour should get a, a little something because she is of course the love interest and she's the, the character that sets you up to have a franchise. You know, she's obviously the centerpiece of the next movie. So I think you want to give her something. To keep her happy, you know, she's the, you got to have that love interest in there that, 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 you know, helps out with, with certain demographics, gets them in the door. I think Seymour gets half a mil. Okay. And I think Walken gets half a mil because they play best buddies and their Mm. chemistry is very good. Yes. Yes. But I don't think Uma gets anything. I don't think Rob Riggle gets anything. Rob Riggle gets nothing, no. And I don't think Cheech gets anything because, honestly, like, he could have been any other, you know, he could have been Chong. Well, here's the thing with Cheech Marin. Cheech Marin is in all versions of this movie. Like, Cheech Marin is also in the Ed Asner version of The War with Grandpa. He's in the John Voight version of The War with Grandpa. He's in the Cheech Marin version of the War with Grandpa. He is Grandpa in the Cheech version. Yes, uh, the Cheech Marin version of War with Grandpa. Exactly. And Chong plays the Cheech Marin role in the version where Cheech Marin is Grandpa. So I think Cheech Marin is very good in this, but he would have been very good in all the other alternate versions that went straight to. Uh, you know, uh, cigar shop videos, you know, or went straight to like Tubi. Well, then, so what about the sister who did not have a large part in this film, but had oh. a song that was featured prominently in this film? Yes, which I that- didn't realize, but you said she is a like a YouTube star. Um, I think she's a Disney star. Laura for Laura Morano. Is that who the, played the sister? Laura Morano. Yes. Yeah, American actress and singer starred in the Disney Channel series Austin and Allie as Allie. Oh, so, so that's big. You know, she gets, I think she gets the mm, mill. She gets the mill because she brought in that demo. She brought in a Disney Channel 
demo. And that's, see, that's something we, we don't know much about, but we know enough that she obviously was brought on for that reason, mm-hmm. brought a good $1 million, Because remember, this is who is bringing in the money. Yep. Think about it that way. So a million dollars worth of people came to see Laura Murano, and I think that's probably conservative. Do we want to go two million on Laura Murano? I mean, this is a movie that played for a really long time. The kids kept coming back. You got to figure her Disney Channel show was probably just on on reruns on a loop all the time. And there was probably a lot of War with Grandpa ads during those commercial breaks. I mean, she, I would give her Oaks Fegley's t- uh, uh, 250 grand right now. Let Oaks Fegley, the kid, he played the kid. He played the grandson. He's Let him get college money and a PlayStation 5. Come on. All right, well, uh, let's give her 1.5. 1.5. So now we are up to... Uh, 11 million for De Niro, a million combined for Oaks Fegley and the poster designer brings 12. Walking and Seymour bring us to 13. Laura Morano gets 1.5, brings to 14.5 million. So we got 5.5 to go. I think we're done with the cast at this point. Yes. Because uh, the child I was speaking of yes. was a young man named Trey Pert. Mm-hmm. who found this book, The War with Grandpa, a book that mm-hmm. came out in 1984. He had to read it yep. for school. Yep. And they had a rule at the Pert family that if they want to see a movie, the kids have to read a book first. Oh, that's, what a great sadistic rule. Not necessarily the book of the movie, right. but, but just a, a book. book. Which he, is... It is such a daunting rule because movies take so much less time to consume than books. Yes. So to, to be allowed a two-hour movie, you know, the act of reading a, a book, I guess I guess if you're smart as a kid, you, you, you find those, those thin books, find like a Mike Lupica sports book or something like that. But this this kid, yeah, he found the perfect book. And so he brings this book to his father, who is a producer. And he had done, but here's the thing. He did a few movies, but he also, you know, he was, he did some reality show stuff. So he worked his way up. So this is Marvin Pert, the dad. You're this is Marvin about. Pert. And he taught his son how to pitch mm-hmm. so that his son could pitch this movie to him. Mm-hmm. Trey pitches this movie. Dad loves it, and they bring it to Weinstein, the Weinstein Company. Now, yes, years ago, years ago, this years is when Trey is a very young man. This was mm-hmm. seven years into making this movie. Wow. Okay, and at the time, he was eight in 2013 when this all these wheels got into motion. Eight. And at the time, he was the youngest producer ever but then Mar- Marcia Martin produced and starred in Universal's Litter Little at the age of 14 and that came out 2 years ago okay and so it came out before this movie came out so she beat him to 
being the youngest, youngest producer ever. But, but he Trey was originally... started producing this when he was eight. Yeah, but he, it wasn't made, so, you know. Right. But his work began at eight years old, producing yes. The War with Grandpa. And so, also, it was Trey's idea to get Bob De Niro. Wow. To come and be in this film because in an interview with blackfilmandtv.com Marvin Pert who we'll get to mm-hmm. said that his son came to him and he said hey maybe we should get Robert De Niro to play grandpa you guys I'm, I'm supposing he's talking about his parents talk mm-hmm. about what a great actor Robert De Niro is and it's too bad I can't see any of these movies why can't I put him in my movie? Wow. That is what movie making at its core should be about, which is this is what I want to see. And I assume everyone else will want to see this. And Trey Pert just thought, I want to see Robert De Niro in a movie. And therefore, everyone else will. And he was right. Be the change you want to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so then they went to Robert De Niro, who, again, was trepidatious because of the bad experience he had in another grandpa film. Mm-hmm. They asked him eight times, and the last time he says yes. Wow. So Marvin Pert is an eight-year-old finds this book, this book that had been languishing. Trey Pert Pert was the eight-year-old. Trey Pert, I'm so sorry. Trey Pert finds this eight years old, goes to his dad. Dad figures out that this book that sold like 1.4 million copies is up for grabs. He buys it. There's a lot of stuff that happens here that we'll get to Marvin, but I think Trey, Mm -hmm. what do we have left? Wow, five and a half million left. You know... Trey's got to see. That's the thing. Trey's got to get three. I was gonna say three, but then does his dad, who actually had the movie made, get less? I still feel like Trey needs to make a little bit less because what Marvin oh. did, what right. Marvin did, spending money out of his own pocket to buy back this film from the Weinstein's. Mm-hmm. He went to Bob. After that company collapsed because of Harvey, mm-hmm. he goes to Bob and he says, let me buy this movie back. After he had wow. already invested $38 million of his own money, this is Marvin wow. Pert, to get this off the ground and have them distribute it. He says, let me take this back and make or lose my money myself. Bet on himself. He bet that on himself. That is what he did. And he bet on his son and he bet on Robert De Niro. Yep. So he takes the movie back. So he needs to at least make the money he spent, which was, I think he bought this back for $2.3 million. He needs to make three million. Yeah, let's give him, he spent two and a half million buying it back from the Weinsteins, which, I mean, he took it from the Weinsteins, which is what needed to happen. And thank God he did that. Thank God 
they are not the owners of grandpa. They have nothing to do with grandpa. Grandpa is owned by the Pert family. Yes, the so stain he, is not on it. The stain is not on it. He he paid to remove a stain. And he paid two and a half million to get the rights back. He's gotta get his beak wet. So I would say he gets three million so that he we're giving him three million so that he gets the two and a half he spent to buy it back and he gets a little something on top of that. And then his son gets the rest. Gets the rest. So so Trey Pert gets two point five million. Now I, does I'm happy with that. Robert Kimball Smith, the writer of this book. <gasps> He already got his. I mean, he's passed on, so it'd be his he's family. On. So that's less me. Me wanting to give his kids any sort of money is less. Uh, there's less of incentive there. Plus, he already got paid in his own way. Like once the book is, once the book is taken and turned into a movie, the book doesn't really matter anymore. Also, if you listen to our episode where we talk about the difference between the book and the film, this is a far superior product, the film than the book, the book, the book is just a blueprint. Mm -hmm. And the film is the palace, the mansion. So I don't think Robert Kimmel Smith gets any dough. I would say if Robert Kimmel Smith had still been alive, I would have pushed for him to get paid. The fact that he's passed on and the money would just go to his like family trust, uh, no bother. If he were alive, though, I would have I would have said the author's got to get something. Now he never wrote a sequel, so I believe his son wrote a sequel to this book, and so the next movie is going to be based on that book. So when we split up those millions. Which the the world war with Grandpa could be bigger. I mean, listen. You assume it'll come out in a couple of years during much more you know friendly times for going to the movies. So it should be bigger. Worth Grandpa is also definitely going to end up being a cable TV perennial. You know, right Absolutely. now it's in theaters and it's on PVOD. You know, the day is going to come when that movie is on you know, HBO, and then even more so when it's on, like, Freeform, Nickelodeon, you know, all those basic cable channels, and it is going to be on constantly. Yeah. And I think once that happens, the mo- the sequel comes out, and it's like Austin Powers 2, you know? It's like everyone is just primed to see this thing. Actually, uh, yeah, absolutely. So I, so I think let's hold off on giving that any of that money until yeah. the sequel. So, is there anyone else we missed? We didn't give any to the director of this movie, to Tim Hill. We we gave a lot to the producers. We didn't give anything to Tim Hill, the director of this film. I mean, I think I'm okay with that. You know, I think this... Tim Hill is going to get paid on another project because of this film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a downstream situation. I, right. I I mean, we both liked the film. Could it have been directed by anybody else? Probably. It, it'll be, it'll be a situation where whatever his next movie is, 
it'll say from the director of The War with Grandpa. And that'll be a situation where he brings people to the theater on his name. Mm-hmm. So I think whatever his next hit movie is, when we divvy those millions up, he gets a big share because he will have had that from the director of The War with Grandpa credit on the poster. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we're good. I think I think we divvied this up correctly. I'm glad Oaks Fegley got his. Um, I, Yeah, I'm happy with it. I think we gave a lot more money to behind-the-scenes people than we normally do, but this was mm-hmm. such extreme circumstances, and it was such a story of resilience. Yes, yes, yes. That it needed to—the story of this movie is worth the millions we gave it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're probably not going to give producers and produce, uh, uh, you know, producers this much credit in the future. I wouldn't think, unless they're no. name producers. I mean, the thing is, though, this was a incredible situation, and you know, um, Trey Pert is now a star producer, the mm-hmm. child producer of this movie, Trey Pert becomes someone who I want to see his next movie. I want to see Trey Pert presents and whatever he's presenting, I'm on board because of what he did during this pandemic with the war with grandpa. He should have a book that's, that's called I'm the kid who stays in the picture. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, this is, of course, the celebration episode. Yes. And we've got a lot coming up. Um, I just need to step away real quick, just real quick. So I, I'll be I'll be back in a few minutes. So you just, you know, uh, vamp for a little bit. And, uh, you know, if you get a phone call, just take a phone call. Just I'll be right back, though. So, uh, okay. So this is unprecedented. Although I did do a show without Pat previously. So this should be pretty simple. We're still talking about war with grandpa and ring ring. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Who's this? You talking to me? You yeah. Talking to yeah. Me? This is Clayton from the B.O. Boys. Who's yeah, you talking to me? Who's this? Who's, spe- who's speaking? De Niro, Robert De Niro. This is Robert De Niro calling in. Who's this? You talking to me? It's it's Clayton from the B.O. Boys. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Okay. All right. All right. You're getting a little loud. You're getting a little loud. Well, did Pat get you on the <laughs> show? Yeah, I don't. I don't know him. I don't know him. What do you got to say? What do you got to say? Wait, you don't know him? You know, you got on my nerves. You got on my nerves. What do you got to say? You got a question for me? I mean, I I wanted to congratulate you for your film, The War with Grandpa, making $20 million domestic. Yeah, it it made a little bit. It made a little bit at the box office. A little bit. Wow, I can't believe I'm talking to the actual Robert De Niro. 
Yes, Robert De Niro, you talking to me? I I am talking to you, sir. And I want to. Do you have any thoughts on the longevity that this movie has shown and the strength that this movie has shown, and being one of the no offense oldsters? Oh, who, who has? Oh, what are you saying? And I say that Robert as De Niro's a compliment. Old? You talking to Robert De Niro? Or you talking to me? I'm saying that you are a star that is in their later prime. You insult me a little bit. A little well, bit. You've had such a long career. I mean, you are yeah. I mean, you are old. I mean, that is I, I'm like I I know you're I'm, a star. I'm a little bit old. A little bit. A okay. little bit old. Right, because it's, I, I, it's true. I'm a little bit old. So, you, and this is a compliment because you know, look at somebody like uh, Liam Neeson, who is younger than you. Ah, oh, he's old. He's a little bit older. A little mm, bit. He's younger than you. A little and, bit younger. Just and then a you little got bit. Kevin Costner, who also succeeded at the box office this this year. He younger than succeed. you, but still an oldster. See, I'm putting you he in there. He had a chance. He had a chance to make $20 million at the box office, and he blew it. Kevin Costner could have made $20 million at the box office. He blew it. I mean, I don't know. Liam you... Neeson could have made $20 million. He blew it. Listen, my hands are tied. Woolworth Grandpa made $20 million. So you're excited about that. A little this. bit. A little bit excited. A little bit. Okay, I've got see, I've got a question for you. You talking to me? I I am. Yeah, I'm still talking to you. What did you think of Oaks Fagley as a co-star? Ah, uh, Oaks rank? Fagley. He's the new Harvey Keitel. Oaks Fagley, low bit, low bit great actor, low bit. He's a little bit of a great actor, but not a complete little, great actor. A little bit. He's a kid. Little kid, little bit actor. Little bit actor. Little bit. Now, would you say he's somebody you've you've worked with stars? You've worked with Pacino. Ah, Pacino. What so how little does bit. Oaks Fagley stack up to Pacino? Uh a little bit taller. A little bit taller than Pacino, Oaks Fegley. Little bit. Fegley is now or when you were shooting? Oh, now way taller. Shooting a little bit taller. A little bit. A little bit taller than Pacino. So, would you say it was a better experience? Oaks Fegley. Oaks Fegley. I go, Oaks Fegley, you talking to me? <laughs> he knows. Okay, All so right. I'm gonna I'm throw cool. out. I got. I, I. 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 Enough of this. You insult me a little bit. You talking to me? You. You blew it. You blew it. I. I just. I. I'm gonna throw out a few of your co-stars, and you tell me whether they were better or worse co-stars than Oaks Fagley. Hello. You talking to me? Yeah, yes, I'm talking to you. Joe Pesci. You fuck my wife? Yeah, that's he he you do say that to him. I I no, I 
uh, De Niro, I say that to Oaks Fegley. You fuck my wife? He fucked your wife? I ask him a little bit. I ask him a little bit. I'm kind of lost. So Oaks Fegley fucked your wife? A little bit. Okay, so... I got it. I I find go. I gotta go. Wait, wait, wait. Go. Hold on. I, hold on. Um, I have uh, nipples. Could you milk me, Robert? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. You could milk me a little, a little bit. A little bit. A little hey, bit. Hey, what am I doing? Wait, Bob. What am I doing with my hand right now? You grabbing your nipples a little bit. No, no. What am I doing? What am Grab I pointing your nipples at? Nipples a little bit. No. What am I pointing at and then pointing at on you? You point a little bit, pointing your eyes. Little and then, bit pointing me. Yeah. Little bit. Little bit. Wow, you're one of the greats. Congratulations. You talking to me? I'm still talking to you. Yes. And it's right. a pleasure. It was a pleasure. You blew it. I didn't blow it. I didn't blow it. This is your best. This is the best interview you've ever done. You're usually such a stiff. Afango, bye. So, hey, Clay. I, yeah, hey, did you know Robert De Niro was going to call in? Wait, call into the show? To this yes. show? Where were you when Robert De Niro was calling in? I was in the other room. Doing what? I just had well, to take care of something. Okay, well, you we don't have to get into the gory details. Oh, that's gr- Oh, man. Well, now I can't wait to listen to this episode. Yeah, I'm well, he said Oaks Fegley is shit. I can't imagine he said that. Oaks Fegley is, is the kid. He's the kid. Well, he did weirdly say that Oaks Fegley fucked his wife. Interesting. Oh, that's yeah. a scoop. It is a scoop. But I don't know if we, you know, we don't ever edit. But I just, I'm not sure if we want to, you know, start this rumor mill. I don't want this to be a TMZ situation. Here's the thing. Because they're just going to pull that out of this whole episode when when we've been celebrating war with Grandpa, and then it's going to become this big TMZ That's headline. not up to us. That's not up to us. That is up to someone like Jeff Bach at Exhibitor, Exhibitor Relations Co., who, you know, of course, has been on the show but listens every week. If he listens to that Robert De Niro interview that you just did, and he thinks there is something newsworthy that he needs to pull out, write an article about, isolate the audio, and make a big news story of it. That is up to him, and then it's in his hands. Well, so I say it, we, we, we leave the interview in full, and then the listeners and the rest of the media can use it as they want. I, I will say, though, and I, I don't want to add fuel to this fire, but I'm looking up who he's— I, uh, he's no longer married. He's actually separated from his his spouse, Grace Hightower. They separated in 2018. So Oaks Fagley could have fucked her in 2017. Yes. I mean, and I think that... That's the reason there, for the separation. Listen, I didn't hear that interview, but there is also a chance that Robert De Niro was speaking metaphorically. So I think we shouldn't get hung up on What's that the metaphor for... What, would, what do you mean metaphorically? There's all there's all sorts of acting metaphors. He's an actor. You know, he doesn't mean everything he says. 
So I, I don't think we should get hung up on that. I got to listen to this interview because I, I wasn't even here for it. I have no idea what you guys talked about. Okay. So that's huge. That is a huge get. I'm s- sorry I missed it, but now I'll have an excuse to listen to the show, you know, while I'm doing other things. Um, Is there anything else we wanted to say before we get to the thing that we promised for weeks before we get to the applause? Is there any closing thoughts that you have on this miracle Cinderella run of the war with grandpa. No, I mean, I feel like movies at their best signify their times. They also say something about society. They bring mm. people together. They pack movie houses, which this did pack movie houses as much as you could pack them. Yep. And Great movies have great stars in them. Mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, there are great films that don't have great stars, but if you have all of these elements together, then you have something truly special. And I think this has been a very dark time, a very hard time for us mm-hmm. and everybody, but especially us as as the B.O. boys because of the lack of box office. So a film like this to come out, be on the shelf for so long, and then be released when we needed it, when Mm -hmm. exhibitioners needed it, when kids and their families needed it. It's just a very special moment. It's just a very special thing. And it reminds me why I do this. Yeah. Yeah. And it's definitely, it's weird. It's been a hard time for, for our show in the way that there's been no box office yet at the same time. And let's be honest, our show has thrived. We're bigger than we've ever been before. Probably putting out the best radio uh, of our or any lifetime. Mm -hmm. But think of how much bigger it would have been if there were blockbusters this last year. So, um, but war with grandpa yet really filled that blockbuster void and, you know, getting back to De Niro who it's amazing. He was on the show today, but it really just reminded us all what a giant generational star he is. You know, just a year ago, co-star of Joker and follows that up this year with the war with grandpa. I mean, he is still on top, you know, he is still on top. Last last year, he also had the Irishman. Yeah. So he's got, you know, he's got the art house and he's Mm -hmm. got the uh, cheap seats. Yep. He's got the kids and he's got the adults. It's He is a four-quadrant movie star. So I think we got to get to what you came here for and what mm-hmm. we told everybody we were going to do, which is applaud for this film. Yeah, so we're going to get to applause. I mean, we've got a couple of uh, B.O. boys, want to be old boys, want to be old girls, want to be old people. People who sent in some uh, some congratulations that will air. Got one from Steve. We got one from Aaron Chan, big uh, TV writer. But, you know, she could still give her congratulations to movies. And so we're going to air those. And we're going to have the applause, which includes 
applause from some wannabe old boys, wannabe old girls, and a wannabe old baby. Baby. Yeah. So thank you, Mason, Sarah, and wannabe old baby Edie, who does in fact own a wannabe old baby onesie. Yes. And their applause are all mixed in here. So that's huge for them. Now, we did go a little bit long on this episode, which we said we weren't going to. But we We said it in the production meeting, and we've said it to our guests. But there was just too much to celebrate. Yeah. And uh, so we're only going to have 20 minutes of applause. Okay. So it's not going to be a full episode like we promised. It's going to be... 20 only 20 minutes of applause so 20 minutes for 20 mil i think that ends up being fitting yes yeah so so i guess we're here uh we're going to hear some messages and then you're going to hear the applaud applause feel free to applaud along with it yeah or just bask in the glory of uh hearty applause congratulations war with grandpa on reaching the 20 million dollar mark you know, it's been a tough year, and I, I think I speak for everyone when I say that this was a win for all of us. So congrats again, Grandpa. You did it. Jake LaMotta, Travis Bickle, Vito Corleone, and now Grandpa. He's embodied so many iconic characters and now conquered the box office even after we all stopped going to the movies. Congratulations to one of the greatest actors of our time and of all time, Robert De Niro. Congratulations, sir.
think we did it. Yeah, we definitely did it, and the War with Grandpa did it. So I don't think there's anything left to say, Clayton. Until next time, we'll, we'll smell you at the, the-